Hello, I'm Ambrisia Puria. And I'm Andrew Papadopoulos. Welcome to the NFL 20 Podcast. One of the top four NFL podcasts in the greater Whetstone area. You remember it? Still. <laughs> I did remember. <laughs> Silly out. There you go. And that is Ambrose speaking Mandarin. One of the many treats in store for you during season two of the NFL 20 podcast. We've got some very exciting pieces of news. Alex uh, K, not so special guest, has been franchise tagged he's been franchise by the tagged. NFL 20 podcast. Exactly. That's not allowing him to go on any other NFL based podcast. He can't go on any others. But although apparently he was on the NFL UK one, although when I tried to listen to it, it wasn't there. So he doesn't exist, is what you're saying. Once we get hold of him on the phone, maybe, we'll interrogate him about that. Maybe in Mandarin. <laughs> that is Ambridge incredibly intimidatingly saying, why are you on the other podcast? <laughs> so shall we, uh, should we do some actual podcast? Boom, let's do it. Now that we're starting season two of this incredible pod experience. Yes, this multimedia experience. You got the breakdowns, you got the little thing on the blog, you got some video content, I think. Did no. We, we done it yet? No. No, we haven't done any video. We should do some. We should do some this year. We put up a photo of us at the <laughs> Wembley game. That's true. Multimedia. There you go. Boom. Um, Not just one medium, multi-media. Multi, two, three. So this week, we're going to mostly be looking at free agency and a little bit about who's retired. Yeah. Some big ones. We may or may not have Alex K. Mm-hmm. We shall decide. If we want to use our franchise tag or just wave him for this week, give him a rest. Exactly. It is the off-season, after all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, voluntary OTAs right now. <laughs> but everyone always knows that those are always compulsory, aren't they? So now Ambrish is going to give you a rundown of the most spiciest moves that we can find. Hit it. Kansas City signed Jeremy Macklin, former Eagles 1,000-yard receiver. Shazam. Boom. Minnesota Vikings trade a fifth-round pick to Miami for Mike Wallace and a seventh-round pick. So wait, are they trading both picks or...? Minnesota gave a fifth-round pick uh, and Miami uh, gave them back Mike Wallace so and a seventh-round pick. So amazing thing how the value of Mike Wallace has gone down in he's the last few years. He's essentially worth a sixth-round pick now. He, it, could be, it could be a bargain. He is your favourite wide receiver of all time. He's my favourite wide receiver who everyone thinks is crap. <laughs> before, uh, you know, before Antonio Brown was there in Pittsburgh, it was Mike Wallace. Detroit traded a fourth and fifth round pick to Baltimore for Haloti Nutter. Yeah. He's only 31. He was due a lot of money next year, I read. Like yeah. $8.5 million. But I'm still not a fan of letting that guy like that go. Makes me sad, that move. Because I love Haloti. Cleveland. Signed quarterback Josh McCown. Someone to compete with Thad Lewis. Boom. Can be interesting. He is not the worst quarterback in existence. Although he does try to be sometimes. He was good for the Bears. He had the quarterback whisperer. He wasn't that good for the Bears. Oh, he was pretty good. He wasn't as good as Kyle Orton or Jay Cutler. I don't know. I mean, he was only there because Jay Cutler got injured. Oh, okay. Was he the guy who went in when Jay Cutler's head got bashed in eight times in one game? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, he was bad at Tampa Bay. Well, not bad, but not very good at Tampa Bay last year. Yeah. Couldn't throw it to Mike Evans. How do you miss Mike Evans? He's enormous. 
Indianapolis sign Frank Gore from San Francisco and Andre Johnson. Uh, both of them are pretty consistent. And the assemblage of the 2008 fantasy team is almost complete. Now they need, uh, well, they can have Peyton Manning back, maybe. Well, what about Daniel Tomlinson? Daniel Tomlinson, yeah. Brilliant. And Chris Johnson. Antonio Gates. When he was, when he was CJ2K, yeah. yeah. Houston have picked up Vince Wilfork. A huge move. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville picked up Julius Thomas from Denver, who's Peyton Manning's best friend. Uh, he's actually picked up 24 touchdowns in the last two years. Mm. Do you hate him? Because of what he did to you last year. He just, he wasn't as good as he could have been in fantasy, which would have been nice. You spent big on him in the draft. Yeah. Peyton Manning can make any tight end look good. Jacob Tammy. <laughs> That's true. And that is a perfect selection. I think a lot of his results were based on Peyton Manning and having Demarius Thomas on the outside. Thing is, I do quite like that move because now he's kind of a big fish in the small pond. So we'll see how good he really is. Because yeah. they don't have anyone else to throw it to. It's Justin Blackman, if he ever... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if Justin Blackman's ever going to play in the NFL again. That's kind of a shame. This is time for Julius Thomas to shine. Him and Blake can have a whole summer together. They can go camping. He can stare <laughs> at Blake's hairy chest and be like, damn, yo. We'll see, because they had uh, Mercedes Lewis, of course, who had one amazing season as their tight end. And then uh, they gave him a nice contract. And uh, he completely combustulated. <laughs> Tennessee sign, Brian Arakpo. Mm. former Washington stud. Not a bad idea. That's one of their few areas of not intense weakness, defensive end, because they've got Derek Morgan as well. So they don't have to concentrate on that position in the draft now. They can look elsewhere. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Course back. <laughs> Arizona picked up Mike Party. He's big and has a ponytail. New Orleans signed CJ Spiller, former Bill and felonious potato impersonator. Yeah, it's exactly what he is. How? What is that? To explain how this, how, how CJ Spiller got this reputation around these parts. <laughs> Once me and Ambush were doing a mock fantasy draft, and we wanted to take CJ Spiller, but the guy, two picks or one pick before us, took him instead. Yeah, and we were like, oh, so on the little chat message thing, we were like, oh man, CJ Spiller's been arrested, didn't you know that? And he was like, what? So we said, yeah, for being ugly. <laughs> And he looks like a potato, so I, I wrote in the notes when Amrith wasn't looking that he was arrested for uh, impersonating a potato. Too well. Miami picked up Dominican Sue mm. once he was released by the Detroit Lions who could not afford his fee. He gave them a tab yeah. that they couldn't cash. Dominican Sue, of course, famous for not just being an answer to one of the cryptic clues in this quiz. That's probably the thing he's most really. famous for. It is, I believe. But he's also quite famous for uh, kicking people in the crotch, yep. stomping on Aaron Rodgers' leg. Yep. And know. all sorts of those sorts of Just things. Just being an all-around good guy. Just being, being a bit of a dirty player. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see, we'll see. Miami's a place that often exacerbates character issues rather than suppresses them. I repeat. Well, I don't repeat, but I say... I say for the first time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Richie Incognito. Yeah. Too nice. Too, too sunny. Too much fun you can have. What? You can have fun in Miami? Apparently. Oh. I haven't been, but... I've been to the airport that was less fun oh, right. I got randomly selected for special investigation oh you got one of those yeah amazing that okay man okay sir please come into <laughs> our special Muslim room I'm Hindu <laughs> exactly they can't tell the difference I don't think no it was a beard Miami also picked up 
Jordan Cameron, who was Cleveland's only receiver who knew how to catch the ball. Yes, and was also very handsome. So the hotness of the Cleveland roster has just gone down. Oh, that's a, that's a real shame for Anthony especially. Oh, yeah. Miami also strengthened their receiving core by picking up Kenny Stills from New Orleans for a third-round pick and Danell Ellaby, who helped the Ravens win a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. Yeah, he was part of the Super Bowl winning team, for which I will you know, love him a little bit forever. Sounds like Miami are going for some sort of... They're just trying to hoover up everyone. Picked I mean, up these three guys major quite, players. These guys oh, are man. quite good. Yeah. So it's not like they're just paying money to any chump. And this is what I, I mean, you know, them versus the Bills next year. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. Speaking of the Bills, <laughs> the Bills have made quite a lot of moves this year. Yeah. They've signed Rex Ryan as head coach from the New York Jets. Uh, they've traded Kiko Alonso to Philadelphia for LaShawn McCoy. Mm. Which is a big move. I'm not sure if that's a great move. They've traded two undisclosed shh, draft picks to Minnesota for Matt Castle. Undisclosed pick as well. They might have a quarterback. They also signed Richie Incognito. <laughs> did they really sign Richie Incognito? Dude, it's Rex Ryan. Of course they did. He's going to beat up someone. <laughs> and Percy Harvin. Mm, yeah. And of course... Charles Clay, tight end. A clay machine. <laughs> Who Miami tried to transition tag, but then they what didn't bother. So a transition tag is basically where you say, we're offering him this much, and if someone else offers more, then you can match them. Okay. Yeah, Charles Clay, good talent. I'm not sure about trading away Kiko Alonso, though. That doesn't seem yeah. a great move. He's... McCoy is good, obviously. McCoy can be great, but he's had a lot of carries already in his career. Like He's done a lot of work. I mean, McCoy is very talented, and he has had a record of being very good for a long time. Alonso's excellent young linebacker, though. That might be the best trade of Philadelphia's offseason, in a way. McCoy is very good. Super solid. He's... Well, they haven't got CJ Spiller anymore, so they have to replace him yeah. with something. Well, they... Okay, straight question. Do you think LaShawn McCoy is an upgrade or downgrade from CJ Spiller? He's an upgrade. Okay. I think he's an So there you go. They've upgraded their running back. They might have a slightly worse linebacking core now. Mm. But with a new quarterback coming in as well, with Matt Castle, and signing Percy Harvin, who's had reasonable appearances for Seattle and was very good with Minnesota, and, of course, famous migraine specialist. <laughs> famous migraine specialist. That's exactly what he is. Well, hopefully those are behind him. He didn't have them last year. Yeah. But given how good he can be... Paired with your man, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that, that... There he is. Yeah, and with Charles Clay as well. That's a really good receiving core. Good running back. Sean. Got a new guard who's actually very effective, if somewhat offensive, as a human being. <laughs> Inappropriate you know, name, yeah. Incognito. Everywhere he goes, like, oh, that guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, who's going to throw them the ball, though? So that's an interesting question. I mean, they've already got rid of uh, Kyle Orton. It'll be a straight battle between EJ Manuel and Matt Castle. Battle Royal. Matt Castle is really not that good. But neither is EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel is more likely to improve because he's still very low on his development curve. It It could be an imaginary curve. Well, the curve could be much flatter. Uh, So they have got a better offense, at least on paper. But Ambridge has some stats for us from last season. They actually had a positive defense, but an offense that cost them a point and a half a game. Shazam. So if they've genuinely improved their offense significantly... And weakened their defense. <laughs> slightly weakened their defense. Could bring them a long way up. I suppose, apart from playing Tom Brady a lot, you are going to have to score some points in that division. 
And because neither Miami nor the Jets are offensively that incredible, you can maybe sort of handle them with that defense and then just pound them. It's interesting because Rex Ryan famously likes his defenses to be very strong. Yeah, actually, that's a thing that I once read about. You'd think a defensive guy would go for a defensive player, but actually, because they're a defensive coach, they will think that they can do better with what they already have. Ah. That rather than or even get rid of Kiko Alonso. <laughs> say, we only this chump. <laughs> Kiko who? What? <laughs> so yeah, maybe the Rex Ryan machine is taking a hold of the defense. He thinks you know he can do wonders, but with the offense, he's maybe thinking I need a bit of help here. Yeah, and so he's got help from Percy Harvin and and Leshawn Shady. Leshawn Shady McCoy and Charles Clay and Richie Incognito and Mad Castle. <laughs> I just named all of them. Damn. Power Rangers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just watched the first episode of Power Rangers yesterday. I watched it on YouTube. The first ever episode. Is it terrible? Yeah, it's really terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely awful. Okay. Uh, the thing that annoys me the most is they called Mastodons and Sabretooth Tigers dinosaurs. They're both reptiles, right? That was a, yeah. yeah they are. And they're both from uh, more than 75 million years ago, of course. Yeah. It's not like the Sabretooth Tiger was hunted to extinction like a thousand years ago. A week ago by the yeah. Chinese who ate it and cut his penis. Uh, it's the teeth. Oh, yeah. It's the it dust. Yeah. What we got next? What we got next? What's up next? And of course, staying in the division, the New Jersey Jets. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they've made a lot of moves. Yeah. So they traded a fifth round pick to Chicago. Mm. You got Brandon Marshall. And that seventh round pick. Brandon Marshall they... also worth yeah. a sixth round pick, basically. Wow. Just like uh, your boy, Mike oh, Wallace. Uh, they signed Marcus Gilchrist mm-hmm. from yeah. San Diego, not to be confused with the wicketkeeper oh, from yeah. Australia. Yeah. Well, he's a safety, so he's not as good at catching balls. I'm sure it's not him. <laughs> I've never seen his face. I don't know. Uh, the Jets traded a conditional pick, the sixth or seventh round, to Houston for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Unbelievable that Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't worth a bit more than that. I mean, you know, beard alone... <laughs> Maybe the beard's worth like a seventh round pick. What's that saying about the other thing about Geno Smith? Because Ryan Fitzpatrick is backup talent, but he's a borderline starter. Well, he started for Houston last year a lot of the time. He did indeed. So, what are they saying? What are they saying about Geno? Ryan Fitzpatrick is naturally going into a backup role here, primarily. Yeah. But he could easily become the starter over Geno. They also signed Stevan Ridley from New England. He was just a running back. He wasn't really like Shane Vereen catching the balls as well. Catching the balls, catching no balls, making fumbles. Bill, Bill yeah. Belichick. Making one fumble. No, he made more than one fumble. To be fair, the worst fumble he made was against the Ravens, but he was actually knocked out on that play. <laughs> so oh, I'm not surprised I can't he believe let go of the ball. I can't believe he didn't hold the ball. A terrible player. Yeah, what a pussy. In Jets cornerback news, dun, dun, dun. they have re-signed, not resigned, Durell Rivas and Antonio Cromartie. Bringing them back. Bringing the whole team back. I heard Alan Fanica's coming back next year as well. They should bring back Joe Namath as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like Joe Namath is like really professionally being like, yeah, I gotta compete with Joe, gotta earn my place. <laughs> so interesting times in the future. For franchise boy Alex K. It's a funny one for Rivas though. I don't know why he's gone there. He can't win the Super Bowl with the Jets. Yeah, but he's already won the Super Bowl now. 
Once you've won it once. <laughs> it's just like, fuck it. Yeah, Peyton Manning style. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah. So that's a bit of a weird one for me. I mean, Cromarty, you know, I can sort of see because he's a bit older. He's not as good. Probably likes New York. Well, he only spent one season away from it. Went to Arizona for a year and went, ah, going back home. To New Jersey. He's diehard, diehard. Um, but they do have a good defence, though, assuming that Cromarty plays up to his level. And yeah. And no more Carl Wilson, as we saw yesterday. He's gone. Devastating this, um, blow. But cornerback was probably the biggest issue that they had last year. Interesting to see which way they'll go in the draft, though, still. Well, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Are these... Quarterback falls to them. Are they going to be like, no, fuck you, we got Gina Smith? Or are they going to be like, well... <laughs> They'll be like, we got... Gino kind of sucks, so... Oh, but we do have a man with a beard. We do have a man with a beard. <laughs> so the question we have to ask you, Marcus Mariota, is can you grow a beard? Can you grow a beard? In the next 18 days, I think it is, until the draft. At the time of this recording. Yes, <laughs> probably... Eight days by the time you hear it. Oh. The draft was in fact yesterday. We already know who got drafted. Oh yeah, got speed editing. Philadelphia gave away Nick Foles, starting QB if you discount Mark Sanchez, and a 2016 second round pick and a fourth round pick this year to St. Louis. And in return, they're getting Sam Bradford, a fifth round pick and a conditional 2016 pick if Bradford doesn't play much plays less than 50% of snaps. Then he gets... If he plays less than 50% of snaps, the Eagles get a fourth-round pick. If he plays no snaps at all, they get a third-round pick. Unfortunately, they also get Sam Bradford's shoulder, which is a shit. Well, no, no, also his ACL, which is would you rather still have, recovering. Would you, yeah. Would you rather have Bradford or Foles? Bradford, still. Despite yeah. the injuries. Really? Like, the thing is, Foles, he was in a good system. I mean, Chip Kelly's offense made Sanchez look good. For a bit. Nick Foles didn't really suit that system that well, but neither does Bradford, really. He's yeah. better at the quick releases and the fast snaps and what have you. But I'm still a bit worried about his uh, injury history. You remember he was injured before he got drafted. He was going to go first, but he chose to stay for his senior year, got injured straight away, didn't play at all the whole year, but still went first at the end of the year. This is what happens when the only other quarterback available is Jimmy Clausen, <laughs> who went in the same draft year. He went your to boyfriend. S- my boyfriend. He went into football. He went says, to s- uh, <laughs> basically a stronger arm. Uh, Warner is the way he described him. Um, <laughs> <an> idiot. <laughs> no, give Jimmy his chance. He'll show you. I still remember that amazing pass. But, um, I'm fairly certain Jimmy Clausen has gone down as statistically one of, if not the worst quarterback of all time. I'll just say that Jimmy went in the second round, so there should be less pressure on him. Um, anyway, yeah. so let's, let's get back to Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, yeah. I'd take Sam Bradford, but who would you take between the two? I wouldn't love either, but if I was the Rams, then you always want to roll the dice, don't you? I don't know, it's funny. So you're saying for both teams that they're better off because they're both rolling the dice? Yeah, because neither of the guys is clearly better, I don't think. That's true. I'd, I'd agree that neither of the guys is clearly better, but that's partly because Sam Bradford... I still Bradford... don't really like Nick Foles. I still kind of want to like Bradford more, but he hasn't really produced anything for so long, partly because of injuries. Well, he's never really produced anything because he's always got injured. He's not injury prone, though. Don't worry. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, Philadelphia also picked up Brad Jones from Green Bay, a linebacker. Great. Byron Maxwell, cornerback. Boom. They gave him a shitload of money. Yeah, well, when you pick up someone from the Legion of Boom... The Legion of Boom premium you've got to pay. Well, if you're going to pick West, up someone West, who right. was a significant part of the cornerbacks and the safeties, 
pretty much the best part of the Seattle Russell Wilson. defense. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson That's is true. not that good. But no, they, they had no. Oh, the, the, oh. well, the, the whole thing was good, but the safety is very important. I think Byron Maxwell. He's not really a thing. He's very talented, but like he's not really done anything big like this. Just Byron Maxwell. Yeah, he doesn't have Richard Sherman going. They give him a lot but... though, though, like a lot okay. though. Uh, they've also picked up DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews. Who? <laughs> I mean, DeMarco Murray, who took a lot of snaps for Dallas, and Ryan Matthews spent a lot of time in hospital. Yeah. It's an interesting combination. Exactly. DeMarco Murray, That's. I think last year was the first year we had, we didn't miss any time. Yeah, we got a full season in, and... Sounds like it was really good. So Dallas, with DeMarco Murray, were one of the few teams to have more rush attempts than pass attempts. That's pretty amazing. Especially for a team like Dallas, who've famously been a pass-only team for such a long time. With the Bromo. With the Bromo. The Bromo machine. Yeah. Well, they managed to assemble a very good line, which is great. They, they sort of invested more than one high draft pick in consecutive drafts in their line. It really worked. It was great. That's one of the big questions, whether it was DeMarco Murray or if it was the line. I think DeMarco Murray is really good. But I think the line makes a difference. I don't think he'll have... Well, Philadelphia has a good line too. Yeah. They've had the success of LaShawn McCoy for many years. LaShawn. Not last year, though. This is true. But last year they were running a very different style of offense. Might have been LaShawn's fault. Yeah, Chip Kelly's trying to change it all around. Yeah. Will it work? But it wouldn't surprise me if there's more of a time-sharing scheme here. DeMarco Murray's unlikely to be a workhorse. I'd give DeMarco Murray the whole year off, basically. (laughs) Let him get a rest. But I think Chip Kelly's offense, because it's such high cadence that it's very difficult for a running back to keep putting in that many runs one after the other. So they will need to rotate the line. True say, bruv. Brian Matthews can look really good with the ball sometimes, but I'm just not a fan of his lack of durability. And finally, the Philadelphia also signed Miles Austin, former Dallas special teams player who fought and earned his spot on the real team and was amazing for a whole season. Yeah. Not even a whole season, like a half a season. Yeah, speaking of durability issues... <laughs> Miles Austin is fairly old as well, so like I don't think you're going to be seeing much out of him. So what you're saying is, they've picked up players including, but not limited to, Sam Bradford, DeMarco Murray, Ryan Matthews, Miles Austin. They're going to end up playing a lot of backups this year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to put them in order and likelihood to get injured, I'd put Miles Austin first, then Matthews. Ahead of Matthews. Ahead of Matthews. Damn. Then I would put Murray. He's older. And then I would put Bradford. You'd put Murray above Bradford? Although he's a running back, fair enough. And he played all last year. Yeah. And Bradley's got... He's now. recovering from an ACL, yeah. Seattle traded Max Unger mm-hmm. and a first-round pick to New Orleans for a fourth-round pick and superstar Jimmy Graham! Yeah, that's an amazing trade. For who? I think both of them are really, really good players. But I think probably New Orleans win it because they get the first-round pick. That's, that's kind of amazing. They get a first-round pick that's basically a second-round pick because it's the 31st pick. Good point. But Max Onger is a great player to have. But the thing that Seattle were really lacking last year was someone reliable in the red zone, really. And having someone like Jimmy Graham there. Essentially, in that last play, the pick play, if they had Jimmy Graham there, they'd have had an obvious option, and that man would be in double coverage. So... You feel if like they, they already did have an obvious option. So if they didn't give it to him, <laughs> then they just pass the ball to anyone else. You rarely see those types of trades. There's a really, really good player getting traded. 
Yeah. It's going to be weird seeing another kit. It's going to be amazing, though. I think that trade literally made Drew Brees cry. <laughs> Into his old hands. But speaking of New Orleans, yep. they have picked up cornerback extraordinaire Brandon Browner, who used to play for New England, won a Super Bowl there, and before that was part of the Legion of Boom and won a Super Bowl there as well. Are you bipolar? And by winning. Yeah. Double uh-huh. Super Bowl winner. Okay, guys, calling it now. He's back Never mind, back. let's all go home. New Orleans have won the Super Bowl again. Yeah. <laughs> because of Brandon Rabbit's Foot Browner. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of weird that. Yeah, Brandon Browner, tall physical corner. Gets yeah. suspended quite a lot and fouls quite a lot, though. And New Orleans, with Rob Ryan, <laughs> the defence last year was a bit shaky. Will uh, Rob Ryan even bother trying to make Brandon Browner not foul? Even shave. Like, uh, the, the thing that Rob Ryan's done best is be Rex Ryan's brother. You know you know how I feel about him. It's okay, we move on. We can move on. Don't hope he's not listening. <laughs> he is listening. Otherwise, and... he's going to come and do a fucking Yokozuna <laughs> ass flat move. Oh, I thought he'd do a drop. That's not Yokozuna. That was Rikishi. By Rikishi. Stink face. <laughs> we also have some sadder news. Because many players who used to be in the NFL are now no longer in the NFL. Mm. That's right. The retirements. As we mentioned before, we went on a hiatus. Chargers center, Nick Hardwick, was retired. We also lost linebacker slash defensive end, Jared Johnson. Former Raven. Former Charger now as well. He's a former NFL player. Former NFL fan. Giants running back David Wilson retired, as we knew before. Yeah, that was that, yeah. was, that was a while ago. It was the season, though. Yeah, season. yeah. So it's still oh, yeah. It's okay to have another little a moment of thought for David Wilson, who yeah. unfortunately knackered his knees. He's, I hope he does all right. Speaking of running backs, Raiders former Jaguars player. What? Mojo, Mojo Drew. Drew. Maurice Where Jones. did he retire? Oh, I fucking love Mojo Drew. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible news. Uh, oh. Sorry, dude. Titans quarterback Jake Locker. Yep. Really young, though. I'm surprised he was retired. It might have been partly injuries, but also partly just, like, desire. Mm. Buffalo quarterback slash all-around journeyman, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, not a bad player. Kept getting signed as backup and, then, and being better than the guy who he was replacing. And now playing starters, yeah. Kyle underdog Orton. And San Francisco lost Patrick Willis. Another good player. It's pretty big. But the biggest news of all, probably, is Pittsburgh defense. Big loss. Big loss. Especially for me, personally, because I've basically modeled myself after this person. Massive character. Jason Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's oh, nice. I can't believe he's gone. How did you do that to me, man? Um, <laughs> he has retired. <laughs> yes, but genuinely. But the, the genuine retirement, other than Jason Worlds, who we are talking about, is, of course, Troy Polamalu. What are you Sack machine. Oh, that guy was amazing. Jump the line. Jump the line. Jump the trench. Do, do, do. Troy isn't always on time. No, well, he is. Troy is always on time. He's except right I think I've seen him once get caught for yeah. offsides for jumping the line. But he's got it right so many times. The guy's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. He's retiring sort of like... He was still amazing He was still year. good. And uh, one thing to note, his last ever game as a Pittsburgh Steeler was a playoff loss to the Ravens. Oh, take that with you, Troy. <laughs> oh, man. You did he play all right? Ray, Ray Lewis was probably like, ha, it's yeah. not how I went out. <laughs> it's true. But I love Troy as well. Yeah. Even though it was a Ravens fan. Yeah. 
some players were also franchise tagged. Oh. These are all for fairly obvious reasons because they're very good players. New York Giants franchise tagged Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, that's interesting. The Dallas franchise tagged Des Bryant. Yeah. Kansas City franchise tagged Justin Houston. Almost new sack record, Houston. Denver franchise tagged Demarius Thomas. Ah, oh, your yeah. man Demarius. Yeah, my boy for many years. New England, the reason why Darrell Rivas was available to go free is because they didn't franchise tag Darrell Rivas. They instead franchise tagged Stephen Goskowski. The kicker. The kicker, yes. That's an original move. Because <laughs> let's not forget, guys, kickers are people too. It's a, well, Belichick must really like him then. Yeah, he's a good kicker. This is definitely true. He's one of the best in the but, NFL. But, you know, is he as good oh. as uh, Seabass Sebastian Janikowski? He's a lot more sober. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but genuinely, is he as good as Greg the Leg Zerline? The answer is no, of course. <laughs> no, the best kicker in the NFL is Justin Tucker. Also, probably the most important franchise tag, the NFL 20 podcast franchise tagged Alex K. Yeah, Alex K. So no more philandering <laughs> with other podcasts with light bulb men. Okay. So. <laughs> we wish you many successes. Our hands in that negotiation, he brought that to the table and we're like, he's really, he's played an ace there. Does this mean that we have to take him out to Mildred's? Well, maybe. It doesn't mean he's to take us out to Mildred's. Yeah, his wages. That he <laughs> money, got, money, money, yeah. They got, they got from appearing on the uh, NFL UK podcast. Yeah. We're now going to go live to the man who's recently been franchise tagged by this very podcast. This way. The legend, that is, Alex K. Hello? Hi, is that Alex K? Uh, I'm doing excellent. You are, once again, as you may know, on the NFL 20 podcast. Guess what's happening? Oh, hello, gentlemen. How are you? We didn't catch you about time, did we? I'm just watching the final round of the Masters, just watching Rory McIlroy tap in at the ninth. so everyone knows what time we're recording this now. He's a dedicated sport man. But yeah, he's not watching any sport. He's watching golf instead. Fucking <laughs> Oh, I'm about to watch match of the day as well, so... Okay, so have you guys been discussing uh, free agency, or...? Primarily, yes. It's almost like we had a chat about this in the pub yesterday. Oh! <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the Jets a little bit. How the old gang are all coming back. And some new old people as well. How do you feel about well, that? We've, we've been dominating free agency. We've, we've been, uh, yeah, spending our cat money uh, all over the place. You did say that it was going to be slightly different with your new general manager. But what's his name again? McGann, I think it is. Mike McGann. Yeah, although it's kind of interesting, because didn't he come out and say how he'd really like to have Durrell Rivas? And then Durrell Rivas left New England and is now signed with the Jets. Because you guys might be in trouble for that. Rivas Island is back, that's what we care about. Yeah, but you guys are genuinely in trouble for this, as you may have heard. Oh, really? Yeah, there's an investigation going on into it right now, and there oh. could be implications. Potential draft pick loss, I think, is the worst outcome. Damn, yo. When New England only lost, like, a third rounder for taping the team. Third round is big. Yeah, exactly, but, like, it won't be worse for, for talking a bit about Rebus. What are you going to call your fantasy team now? Because they're both back. Good question, yeah. The Rebus Islanders was three years ago, then uh, Cromartie's kids after a special clip from, uh, from Hard Knocks a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, that was amazing. Back in contention. 
Last year I was Dodecker, he dropped one. But these are all really good, I've got to say. You probably have the best team name in our league. But Thank you very much. Yes, well, so I don't know if I go to a new player like Brandon Marshall or uh, I, I, I roll back one of them. None of those teams were particularly successful, so maybe I should look for another team name until <laughs> I start winning the league. What about Marshall Law? Mm. That's pretty good, that's pretty good, yeah. Good. I, I think we have to workshop this uh, in a few months. I've got to sit down with my uh, team of writers. And, think uh, tank, yeah, get a think tank. A few options. Focus group it. As per usual, of course, I have, at some point a long time ago, prepared a cryptic clue for you and Andrew to guess at. Oh, it's time, is it? Okay, good. This isn't one that I just made up right now, so it's, but it's still of the same standard. One you made earlier. Yes, this is one I made earlier. Still not going to get it. Are you ready? Yep. Go for it. Cringe at the lower back after your ABC. Cringe, cringe at the lower back. What's your lower back? Your lumbar? Cringe at the... L- cringe frown? Is that cringe is frown? That's what I thought. No, no that's not a cringe, really. At the lower back, Smile? after your ABC. AEF? This is hard. Lumbar death? <laughs> You're already ahead of me on lumbar there. Okay, do you know lower back? You've got that already. Number, okay. After your ABC. Number. What's after your ABC? D. D. Put that together. Lombardi? (laughs) Yes. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. (laughs) There we go. Cringe at the lower back. I thought it was current NFL players. (laughs) Okay, so you need to remember that I wrote this a couple of months ago. And while he was drunk. I wrote this the week after the Super Bowl. But we okay. didn't call you oh, for doing the Super Bowl oh, podcast. I see how. I see how. That's still a bad. That would have been a good Super Bowl one, yeah. Didn't, and, and we didn't you're trying to claim that cringe is synonymous with wins there. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, it's not okay. really. Yeah. Bear with me a moment, because we're going to... You can find out what it is in Mandarin. <laughs> I googled the word synonyms of cringe, and the quote they have is, <laughs> he cringed I cringed at the, at the fellow's stupidity. <laughs> Synonyms include wince, squirm, blush, flush, go red. There you go. The first one was wince. Another exceptional clue. If you if you had a dictionary available to you, you'd have got that straight away. I don't know who won that one. That was that was sort of a draw. I, I think the person who lost that the most was our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma was the real loser. <laughs> What's wrong with grandma? <laughs> grandma. Anyway, good stuff. There you go, man. Oh, by the way, I was going to ask something. You know your appearance on the NFL UK podcast? Or is that what it's called? The NFL UK podcast, briefly, yeah. Where was it? I tried to listen to it today. It's like the 17th of March, right? The episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a theory that I wanted to, to find out if it had any credence. And I, I tweeted at Neil Reynolds. And he was kind enough to read out the question to Jeff Reinbold. And we're both impressed by the theory. And now I'm hoping that the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the CFL will take up my idea, seeing as Jeff Reinbold is the uh, special teams coach on that team. Oh, right. Oh, okay, so like they didn't ring you. Your voice wasn't there. <laughs> no, not quite, not quite yet. That's not what I was listening to. Oh, see, we franchise tagged you. <laughs> we franchise. <laughs> we t- okay, um, okay I'll, I'll listen again. I'll, I'll pay like, closer attention. Because I was, I was listening to him, but I was waiting to hear your voice. 
into the angles at which the ball goes over at to see like would it make a huge difference or not yeah is it the height or is it sometimes the speed to get around the sides and just block it from the sides that's interesting though it's good I mean like they would have to give an entire roster space then to just a really lanky bloke who doesn't know anything about football exactly yeah, yeah. but would the amount of points that you could say make it worth it hmm. maybe worth it maybe worth it could be interesting. Let's. Uh, we should get one of Carl's buddies to crunch the numbers. I, I like your idea of piloting it in the CFL first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great stuff. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, they should call it. They should name it after you as well. Like you know, the Wildcat. The K. The K play. K. Yeah. Well, you K'd it. Thank you very much for joining us. Sorry to disturb the golf, man. We'll get in touch with you again after the draft. Yeah. See how Marcus Mariota does there. Oh god, no, no. We, we've had our draft to quarterback for a while. There's going to be all kinds of shenanigans, I expect. I think we're going to trade down. Oh, right. And the Eagles are going to ship. Uh, you think we're going to ship Bradford? Really? Do you reckon that'd be amazing? Yeah. It's all, it's all over. He's, he's not been brought in to stay. Wow. That's interesting. We were talking about that for a little while on the podcast. That's an interesting angle. That's, that's some speculation that has gone around a little bit, but I'm not sure I buy it. But let's see how it goes. That's Dad. great. That, that yeah. you're, you're on the record of saying that now. So if it happens, you're like a genius. Yeah, you could yeah. be Mike Mayer. Then the franchise tag will definitely be worth it. Yeah, but if it's wrong, then what a waste. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much, Alex. Hope you have a good evening watching golf and uh, hopefully watching some sports later on. Nice to speak to you guys and uh, enjoy the off-season. Take care, dude. Guys. See you later. Yeah, right. Bye-bye. That was a not-so-special guest, Alex K. Becoming more special with every passing call. Indeed. He is uh, now becoming world-famous in the UK. <laughs> there you go. We'd like to thank Order 66 for providing us with our music. We'd also like to rethank our franchise player, Alex K, and apologise to him for disturbing him watching the goal. Don't forget, you can tweet us at NFL underscore 20. Or you can email us at NFL20pod at gmail.com if you've got any ideas or crazy draft conspiracies. Which leads me to ask, Andrew, who's going to be the first pick in the draft? Jamesus Winston. <laughs>